When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello. Welcome to another Castilla Corner. I'm joined by Sam Sharp yet again. And Didn't say. Really glad that you've made it to the pod for two straight episodes. That's it. It's a streak. Yeah. How are you doing, man? Yeah, not bad. Um, I'm hoping to make it a few and a few, really, and be here for the for the long run and hopefully get the other boys back in as well for a, a full team. But I'm doing well. How are you? I'm doing well as well. Uh, we might. We, we, we have to try to get the whole team back together for the first That's game it. of the season. The whole band. Yeah, the, se- the first game of the season, we need to all be together, man. It's... I think so. I think it's a year we should be watching closely. Uh, especially after the last, the success, I would call it, of the last few years. Yeah, it's going to be, um, I think it's going to be a, de- a decent season, but it's also going to be like, kind of, um, I don't know, like struggle, kind of like a struggle in some yeah. ways, because we lose the best player in the division. Yeah, yeah. We lose um, a really good centre-back, we lose so many players, so yeah. It's going to be exciting. Since the season. last pub, we have signed a grand total of no extra players, so... <laughs> it is Always tough. I, there's again, there is time. It's not like it's um, it's all done and dusted, and we have to work what we've got. There's time to get what Castilla need in to complete that squad. But at the moment, it's it is looking skinny. Yeah, it's like we only have nine days. Does it work that way for Castilla as well? Like, do you only sign? Yeah, same, same, time? same deadline day. Yeah. Okay. So yeah, nine days for for Castilla to sign someone. Yeah. I hope they do. I. I think they need a couple of players at least, um, as we talked about in the previous pod. But um, yeah, there's like there's quite a quite a bit of things that are happening uh, as of late. Like there's been a lot of movement, um, obviously after the injury of Edinburgh. Uh, so we have seen um, Marvel trade with the first team, and we've seen him. Do some other stuff as well, and there's been a few Castilla graduates that have played their first game in the top flight, so I think we're going to discuss all of that in this episode. Yeah. 
we should just start with the the biggest Castilla graduate of them all, Sergio Arribas. <laughs> Potentially of them all as well. He, um, yeah, I, I mentioned it in the, I did the match report for the Almeria game when they played the first team. And I said then that he's probably one of the best players I've seen play for Castilla and probably is an all-timer in terms of just his numbers alone. Yeah. Um, again, the move that he got directly after Castilla isn't as big as some of the other moves that other players have got, but what a debut. I mean, he, he got the goal within three minutes with a headed effort. And I know he can do the lot, even though he's such a small player in terms of stature. But yeah, that was impressive even for him. Yeah, it was a really good first start from him. Um, I was mainly talking about the uh, the cameo that he had while we were recording our previous pod. Um, the, the game against Ravai Icano. Um, yes. He played, what, 30 minutes, I think, in that game? Yeah. Yeah, and he yeah. played on the right, I think. It was not like a, it was a second strike. I don't think it was. But I think as far as like uh, first division debuts go, for, for a completely new team, not even like Madrid, you're not playing 10 minutes for the for Real Madrid's first team. It's a completely different team. It's a completely different system. Yeah. He played really well. And I think the best uh, part of that game for uh, Amaria came around when Aribas was on the pitch. That says a lot. Yeah, <laughs> it was cool. his first game, and he made such an such a such an interesting impact. Like, um, I, I think it was like he he was the focal point, I guess. Not the focal point, but like the main man. Ten yeah, minutes he looked, he looked fluid in, and considering he's not really spent any of preseason with them. He looked pretty fluid with the, the players that he was playing with. Um, that Luis Suarez is a confusing name, I know, but he's a pretty good player. And, and, you know, to play with big names, finally, that's what one of the big advantages of leaving Castilla is for that first season, is playing with players that are actually at top level. Um, and, yeah, he, he looked fine with them, to be fair. And I think on a good day, if he has the season that I think he's fully capable of having, he could probably hit what, 10 La Liga goals for a team like that. And that's massive. I mean, he's got ten percent there. Yeah. No, so sure. I mean, this. Yeah, and I'm just looking at the stats of his first game, uh, and then his second game. Um, he had the exact number, exactly same uh, number of passes attempted in both games. Wow, this is was crazy. Uh, he had more touches in the 45-minute cameo uh, against um, Vallecano than he did it. Was like in eighty-nine minute full game at Madrid. It was crazy. Um, the first game was re- like, I think the fact that he's coming back to defend, um, because you know Almeria are not like a defense, uh, sorry, possession-based team. They they can be like that, but they sometimes against bigger teams. Uh, yeah. 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 So I think it's. The fact that he's coming back to defend and then going up, you know, linking up with other players, playing the the usual Adibas way. Because it's really good because uh, he didn't do much of the defensive work at Castilla. He was really, like, you know, the guy you pass the ball to in transition. Here he has to defend as well. And he had, like, two tackles and an interception against Vallecano, which was pretty impressive. And, yeah, he's, I think... he. As he plays more of the games, I think he's gonna have a good season. I think I'm just really excited. I I I really believe 
Adidas can be really good first division players. Kind yeah. of obvious by now. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, it's crazy, man. <laughs> it is crazy watching players like that kind of blossom and flourish. And this is only stage one, but as I say, I, f- I think he can have a really important year in a similar way to Oscar Rodriguez when he was at Leganes, who were a very weak team. They're looking to kind of finish around the bottom of the table. Um, but a player, I think Oscar Rodriguez scored almost 10 goals for that Leganes side, even though most of them were dead balls because that's his specialty. I think in the same way, Arribas can do exactly the same thing here. Yeah, hopefully, man. I mean, Ed, the fact that he started the second game against Real Madrid, I think that says that he has the manager's trust. I think. Yeah, already, yeah. That's a he's, lot of money as well. This is a good thing. Is that it's cost them millions to bring him in. Yeah, and he's really like, he's really good. Like he he actually deserves to be in the starting eleven. Yeah. Yeah, and I just hope he wins the next game. Who is it against? Let me see. We should make another segment called uh, Aribas Angle, I think. And no one <laughs> took me up on that, man. That's, that's Just crazy. to follow him, yeah, 100%. Yeah. No, um, I agree. And then, obviously, there's so many Castilla graduates at the top level that <laughs> if you wanted to do that for all your favourites, you'd run out of time. <laughs> yeah, and I mean... A, what, three players that we're going to be following in the next few minutes anyway, talking about. Um, <laughs> so, yeah, it's, it's always impressive when it does happen, but um, it's important to remember how common it is for players to just to reach the top level after having a good season or two with Castilla anyway. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Amaria's next game is against Cadiz um, 26, October, 26th August, as I said, October. Um, yeah, it's like it's a pretty good time as well. I might watch. Yeah, if yeah. I'm, yeah. I'm not no. that dedicated to Arriba's angle. Yeah, um, there was one other player that made his first division debut. That was Rafa Marin. He played the whole ninety minutes against um, which team was it again? I completely forgot. He didn't play against Sevilla, so he must have played in their first game against. Um, I think it was was it Cadiz. I believe so. Let me check. No, yeah, it was Cadiz. Yeah. 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 Correct. Yeah. So. Um, <laughs> Another player, an interesting one, because Real Madrid, in hindsight, could have maybe done with keeping him after he signed that first-team contract. But who would have known that the ACL of Edda Militao would have gone just on a slip as well, a, a whim just like that. Um, mm-hmm. And now he's gone, and, and they're going to obviously respect that loan. So it's, it is good for him, and he'll play, hopefully, a full season at top flight. But oh, what are the first team going to do now? Yeah, I mean, uh, it's just like Rafa Marin... In hindsight, obviously hindsight twenty twenty. If if he had known, I don't think that he uh, he would have gone on loan now. But yeah, I mean he's gone. I don't yeah. think he can come back now. I think I think they should sign a centre back on loan at least, but they're not going to. So I think they're <laughs> going to trust. Either. Like it's I. They're saying it's going to be Marvel, but I think it's going to be Mendy or even fucking Kamavinga. I don't know. It seems like the business is done, doesn't it, really, in the window. Um, and you can make of that as you will as a first-team fan. Um, but again, as you said, I think we mentioned pre-pod, Marvel's been training with the first team. We could see a few emergency opportunities for Castilla players because of these injuries and the lack of signings or whatnot. So it could be a benefit for the young players, even if it's not benefitful, uh, beneficial, in fact, for players like Marine or the ones who have already gone out and loan. But 
it was their time to fly the nest. So it was a good move for him. He started his first game. They won today in a crazy game against Severe, uh, and he didn't play. But hopefully that's literally just because it's a, a rotation thing or a precautionary thing. Yeah, yeah. Um, hopefully there was that because I from the stats because I didn't watch the game, for, but from the stats, he didn't really have a bad game. No, didn't really uh, had a, like he didn't have a great game, but I think for for how as long like as far as you know first season debuts go, wasn't that bad. He he had like a, a two interceptions, one tackle. Four clearances, some good passes, eighty-six huh. percent passing accuracy, which is not the worst. And yeah, I mean, it was it was a decent one. Eight recoveries, three fouls, though. <laughs> so <laughs> not not the greatest, but um, yeah, I mean, I think I think it was just a rotation move. I don't think um, um, Rafa Mani just loses his spot after one game. I think it's going to be a few games where he doesn't play. It's okay. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I mean, um, let's just let's just dive into the main point of the of the pod that is Marvel, because I, I've seen people ask if how good. I mean, from from people that have seen Castilla play, they know how good he is and how how he usually plays. But is he good enough for the first team? What do you think? <laughs> wow, at this moment, I'm no. <laughs> yeah, and he's got kind of like a youth mm, perspective profile that will maybe one day fit the first team, but he's one of a, like, a number of Casilla graduates who has the potential to either play for that Real Madrid first team or just not make the cut um, and end up having a fine career that's first or second division and plenty of money, play plenty of games with decent clubs. Um, and the fact is he hasn't shone like a player who you think, oh, he's definitely going to play for that first team. But you can see he's certainly talented enough to. Um, so I'm not going to say no. And, and if he gets the opportunity that, um, he potentially could with the injuries here. He really could kick on and, and his stock could rise higher than ever before. But the stuff like that's happened with Marvin Park before. He had a huge string of games with the first team during COVID. Mario Gila, who is a Serie A player now, but doesn't play that often. Sergio Arribas himself has played loads of Real Madrid games and has now had to you know stick with Al Maria for now. So in terms of if Marvel's ready for the first team, absolutely not currently. But um, he's a player that could certainly snatch that opportunity with both hands. Yeah, the thing about Marvel, uh, he was when he was at uh, a lower level than Castilla. Everyone like, I think it was the season before last season that he really came into the scene. Uh, started some games where no one expected him to start um, because every he wasn't a Castilla player. I think uh, before last season. No. Yeah, so everyone was hyping him up at the time, and I was I thought he was pretty decent at that time. Yeah. yeah. But it's just like it's a different ball game when it comes to the first team, and even with Castilla, he the fact that he is so versatile I think helps his case. Mm. That he can play a left back, he can play as a left sided centre back, he can just play as a normal in a four at the back. Um, but I just think. He makes too many mistakes for him to be counted on. Yeah, like no, 100%. Um, I think Rafa Marin is the more um, reserved, more not 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 reserved, but like more disciplined mm. centre back. The the one that stays calm and doesn't make that many mistakes. I think Carillo is also like that. Um, Mario Gila was that like that as well. I, I don't that. think Marvel is like that because Marvel. I've seen literally seen him make a few mistakes 
in every, like a few games of the season. He's been really good. He's been really mm-hmm. he had a really good season. Certain most of the games didn't get injured that much, but he also does make mistakes. He does gamble a lot, and sometimes it doesn't pay off. And it's okay. He's only like what nineteen years old. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Yeah, but it's just like I, I think the fact that like his inexperience is really evident, right? So I think Ancelotti would rather play Mendy, or even I'm not I'm not even joking. He might even play Kamavinga there. We don't know, but I don't think he yeah, would I, put Marvel. Yeah, I yeah, I don't think he would put Marvel there, and but it's not the end of the world, obviously, because Marvel just signed a contract extension with Real Madrid until I think it's twenty twenty six or twenty five. Sure. It should take him to hopefully a first team contract, and then probably what will be a loan, won't it? But um, yeah, yeah. Uh, this will be a, a massive year for him for Castillo, if anything. So. Um, he really needs to step up and if he can do that and get some opportunities in the first team um, then he's got plenty of opportunities to just kind of file out those mistakes that you're talking about that kind of rawness yeah yeah, and he's definitely got potential I I would never say that he's, he's not good enough mm. he might he, he has potential I like him as a player he, he's a good passer he's uh, he's not that press resistant but he can like you know he can deal with the press and yeah. Yeah, yeah, he's pretty good, and he hope, he also crosses the ball half decently, which is more than <laughs> what you want from a centre back. Exactly, that's it. Adds that versatility. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. I mean, he's decent. He, he he can be. I just hope he doesn't make that mistake like playing a first team game against Manchester City. <laughs> <laughs> that would have to be an injury to pretty much everybody on that list. <laughs> Don't say that, man. Don't say that. Which would be, yeah, awful, but luckily I can assure you that that won't happen. Yeah. I don't have to get sickness or something. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's just, it's, um, I think I would have preferred, obviously, I think everyone would have preferred Rafa Marin in this situation to tomorrow. But Marvel's yeah. not a bad option to have either. Like, he's, he is talented, which is why he's still playing for Castilla, because he is still a good team. And he's, if he's starting every single game, that means he is. Yeah, player. exactly, exactly. Some fantastic yeah. players have um, come before him. So, do you think? Yeah. Um, do you think Carillo ever had a chance before Marvel? Um, no. I, well, not in a harsh way. I think he would have had. A <laughs> that was really harsh. In the fact that if there was like this emergency situation that called for him, yeah, potentially he would have got like call up. But it, it's so ruthless that the, especially the Real Madrid first team, because it really is the cream of the crop of world football, not just. Spanish football, your local football, these guys have got to come through the youth team of one of the best academies of the world and then get into one of the best teams in the world. It, it, it's a tough situation for any young centre-back to muster. Um, so I don't think so. Um, but again, another an unbelievable season for anyone who will see you do anything, I think. You, you genuinely have the capabilities to conquer anything with a good season at Castilla. I believe that and I've seen it based on experience So um, of watching certain young players come through. So yeah, no for now, but um, never say never. I never ever do. I'm just saying that, like, does he deserve it more than Marvel? I'm just talking about that. Oh, I see. So if you're going to compare the two, it's a good question. I would still say probably no. I'd say they, it, it's quite equal. And if anything, it should come down to the, the finer details they look at, like the fact that Mer- um, sorry, that Marvel is versatile. 
um, for instance, or what foot he uses or how he plays out the back. Or as you said, he's probably more press resistant Carrillo um, and probably better on the ball. But at the same time, Marvel, as you say, he's more versatile. You can play him anywhere along that back four. I think he's, you can see that he's kind of rated higher by the coaches. You can kind of tell and get a feeling for when players have that kind of favoritism behind them that backs them. Um, yeah. So I wouldn't even say that he's that far behind, but I wouldn't say that he deserves it ahead of him. I wouldn't say that. Here's a hot take then. I mm. think Carrillo had a better season than Marvel. Quite. <laughs> I don't, it's not like a hot one, I would say, because it was a great no. season all around for so many players, but I could agree with that. I could see that. I think Marvel obviously has, he's got a fair amount of hype behind him, and I don't know where that came from. Um, yeah, that's maybe the hype. He played Atletico yeah. at one point. I don't, so most players have a following when they've got that kind of hype, and Marvel doesn't, so I don't know where it originates from. But um, yeah, I don't think that's a hot take. I think that's a realistic thing to say. Hmm. I think it's uh, because you talk about versatility. Cardio played basically as a right back for a lot of the time. Because mm. when. Yeah. when um, uh, what's his name? Vinicius Stoyev was injured, and yeah. Peter had to start a right back. Peter would go up, and then yeah, Carrillo would be the makeshift right back for so long. And mm. he was really good on the ball as well. I I think that Marvel has the backing of the club and the backing of the fans yeah, more. He's more like he's. I don't know if it's the right word, but he's more famous than Carrillo. He's more well known. Just that that hype, yeah, behind him, and and some. For some players, hype carries you so, so far, even if, you know, the hype transcends your ability. Um, yeah. So hype is a very, very real factor for a young player. And and if there's so much hype, like, for instance, uh, one of the best examples I know is that uh, Takafusa Kubo. When he signed, there's players that have been bought by Real Madrid for 50 million who have scored winners in Champions Leagues that have had to come through Castilla for a month or two. But there was so much hype behind Kubo that, the club were pressurised into selling him before he could even play for Castilla, and that probably killed off his Real chances, to be honest. Um, maybe he could get ball back in the future, but for now, that was detrimental for his chances in that Real Madrid first team. And that was literally just based on fan hype and the reaction to fans to either playing him Castilla, playing him the first team, sending him out on loan. They just put feelers out, and fans reacted really negatively to him staying at Castilla. Whereas, um, for instance, for Marvel, he has got that hype behind him Whereas the opposite, they want to see him play for Castilla as much as possible. They want to see him come through that first team, even though a lot of people probably have never seen him play. Um, and for Korea, unfortunately, he just doesn't have that that hype. Yeah, Korea was always like that. that he's like the natural. Yeah, I think. He's, yeah. He's not right. that well known, Andrew, but he's probably probably the best centre off ever to come through Castilla. That could be a hot take. I'm probably forgetting someone from the 50s or 60s or something. But Nacho is right up there with the best to ever do it and you're right he never had he had the hype of being in the best team probably ever for Castilla but other than that he never had that kind of hype of oh he has to do this he has to do this behind him whilst that Jesse Rodriguez was hyped until the cows came out <laughs> yeah Jesse Rodriguez man like, what <laughs> happened player. yeah it was really good just injuries unfortunately he scored in Serie A last year so again it, it, you can reach a certain level even based on a knee injury that's changed your game entirely, but years away from the top level. But yeah, you you know you can still do it. It's just yeah, it's difficult to kind of sustain it. Yeah, yeah. I just think uh, Carrillo, he's just really solid centre back. He didn't. He really made. Any he should have another 
huge season. He was brilliant and he should have another huge one. Now I can imagine that he will get a big move, hype or not. Like Mario Gila didn't have any hype behind him. Um, but he ended up being one of the best centre-backs at Castilla and now he plays in Serie A um, with Lazio, who are quite a big club in Italy. So again, he doesn't start and he's not exactly broke through there, but he got that move just based on his talent rather than hype. Um, and I imagine yeah. they career the same. Yeah, and I'm, this is not to say Mar- I don't read Marvel. I do, trust yeah. me. And Very good. He, yeah, it's just, I think Carrillo at least deserved a chance. He's not even being mentioned. That's the thing. Everyone's mm. mentioning Marvel and I'm just like a bit, I have a soft spot for him because I, he, I don't know why, he's just like, he's a really good player. I like him, man. He, no, no one talks about him. Yeah. Just, there's, there's talent all around Castilla. There really is. In fact, there's so rarely bad players at Castilla. They're normally, if there's a squad of 25, I'd say 23 have the potential to go into the Real Madrid first team and make some sort of an impact in a game. Um, and the other two aren't bad. They're just probably third division standard. So, yeah, it's very rare that you see a bad player with no talent uh, in any Real Madrid squad, let alone Castilla. I was going to say Oscar Aranda is not one of them. I'm joking, obviously. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> obviously actually, joking. But actually, you're very good. And, and his debut as well. He's got the goal he scored was actually unbelievable. I saw it on the yeah, high. It was a really good goal. Like, and again, it's typical him because he, you know, he scored lots of goals like that because he yeah. he's very, very talented as a player. But if you can do that at Portuguese top flight level, then there you go. You're progressing. Yeah, and like I don't think he's going to be starter there. I mean, he can be. It'd be difficult because they've got like a lot of talented young, young players, in fact. Um, yeah. They've got that, um, I think he's called Ivan Jaime. He's very, the Spaniard, very good from Malaga. Um, but, you know, he could, again, if you, it's all based on performances at a club like that. So I don't think he'll come in as a starter, but if he actually started there after a while, then that's job done. Yeah. I mean, you know that he has that one trick up his sleeve that always, <laughs> he always tries. <laughs> yeah. And yeah, it I works sometimes. It yeah, yeah, I think I, I think, think he's going to be new in Portugal, so it's no wonder he's going to run him. But as soon as defenders and some very good defenders play in Portugal, as soon as they you know recognise that, then I wonder how effective he will be. But you know, good luck to him. Yeah, yeah, good luck to him. Yeah. Um, apart from that, I think there's a like there's been a few Castilla friendlies that we could probably mention because we are covering yeah they've been playing a few and it's been looking quite good to be fair um i saw kind of a lot of um highlights from a lot of the players that were kind of clipped in so you could look at how they played individually and you know vinicius tobias seems to be stepping up so far in the preseason games they've been playing some good teams as well um yeah. so it's going it's going pretty well um but the Castilla friendlies, they're always a hell of a mess because you don't know what the squad is going to kind of look like on the season. So there's a lot of players trying to wait for moves. There's a lot of players trying to play for their place in Castilla. Um, and I always found that quite interesting. Um, but hopefully it should be starting to file down now with just over a week to go. Um, you should be really looking at almost a finalised version of the squad. I know we want to make a couple of signings so that the squad looked good. But um, yeah, it's it's... We're starting to get there now ahead of the season. Yeah. yeah. Um, Castilla have played, how many? Three, four, five, six friendlies. Yeah, lots, yeah. They've won four of them. They've drawn one of them and lost one. So, it's, yeah, it's been it's a really, really good preseason. There's been loads of preseasons where they didn't win any games. I know they always play teams from the higher leagues anyway, so it doesn't necessarily matter. And results never matter, especially when the squad is so mixed. But, 
yeah, it's been really, really positive. Um, and some of the performances look like some of the players that you want to step up in the season are going to try and step up. So, yeah, you can only hope for the best. Yeah, um, I think, I mean, the, the the game that they played last, it was against Maha Honda. I think that's how you pronounce their name. Yeah, Majada Honda, I think they got the extra D in there. Oh, there's a D in there? <laughs> yeah. Majada Honda, okay. That's how you say their name. All right, they won 3-0. Um, goals were scored by Carrillo. Nice, that helps. <laughs> uh, Nico Paz and Alvaro. Yeah, Nico Paz's goal is very good, the lofted shot. Yeah. And again, that's a player that has all the hype, probably in the academy behind him. He's probably the most hyped player that Real Madrid have now in terms of young yeah. players. Um, so if he's scoring goals like that and he's stepping up this year, fair Yeah, play. because Arribas is going, uh, he has left already. Yeah, He needs to take up the mantle. Like he, he, There's mm. not really anyone that fits uh, Arribas' profile better than Nico Paz, really. Yeah, exactly, exactly. He, he needs to be effectively the star man. And I think he'll love that. And it's just about whether he has the the minerals inside him to to step up. And if he does, you could be looking at your potential first team, definite top-level talent. Um, and if he doesn't, then it shouldn't really affect too much because players have had bad seasons and done well at Castilla. So, yeah, you want to have a good season because it propels you onto all sorts of greatness. But even a bad season isn't going to be the end of the world for him. Uh, I think I read some, somewhere that he has been registered at for La Liga, basically. So, yeah, he's registered for La Liga, it says. So, so he might actually get calls in like minutes yeah. for. Yeah, yeah, I did see that, to be fair, yeah. Um, and hopefully good. so, because so, you want as many opportunities to be given to the young players as possible. Yeah, man. I mean, his birthday is four days after mine. So <laughs> That's the most important fact of the day. Yeah, man. It's like it's, he learned something new every day. It's 8th September 2004. He's born into them. He's two years. Oh, my God. Okay, I'm feeling old now. <laughs> he's two years younger than me, man. It's not It's not looking good. Yeah, but um, Nico Paz uh, is highly rated. Um, another player who was really highly rated was Iker Bravo. Um, Iker Bravo. Why are you so surprised? <laughs> well, because of the um, conversation, one, he was my dark horse of the season, and two, the conversation we had <laughs> regarding Ica Bravo, unfortunately, um, looks to have taken, it looks to have gone south that situation. Um, yeah, what's happened? Yeah, so you sent me an article um, that I hadn't actually seen. Of, obviously, he hadn't been playing in any of the preseason games, but Holiday kind of is um, subjective to each player. They get given different amounts of holiday. They get given different training regimes. But it does look like in a report, he reported to training um, a little overweight, a little um, a little under the weather in terms of his physical condition, not the way that the club would have wanted him to. It seems that, and I don't know how you found this, but he was living at the, the training ground. They've got rooms there. Um, and he was living there. But as soon as he turned 18, I don't know if he bought his own house because I'm sure he earns. He's a very good earner for his age. Uh, but he moved out of the training ground as soon as he turned 18. So I don't know if there's been problems with him partying or some sort of disciplinary issue that the club are now finding it hard to track him. Um, but that, alongside a small injury that he seems to have picked up in uh, in the summer, means that he hasn't really trained at all. I think he came back this week. He's been facing disciplinary issues from the club and... Um, 
as far as I'm aware, he still appears to be, I'm not going to say overweight, like he's Eero McKinnon, but um, yeah, the club aren't best pleased with his physical condition. So in terms of being the dark horse, he's got a long way to go, a lot of work to do, but <laughs> it doesn't seem like it's all over. He's, he's come back to training. He looks like he's going to be part of the squad. It just looks like he's going to be a few weeks behind the rest of the squad. Yeah, um, it's not pretty professional. I think the fact that he's got the limelight so early in his, in his um, career, I think that has an impact. But um, it also like it's also on him to manage it properly. Mm. He hasn't really done that. Um, I think he's talented. I, I still think if he tries hard enough, I think he could well be the starter of the team. Yeah, yeah. Um, he's just he doesn't have the mentality that you need not right now anyway i mean that can change obviously because many players start off like that when they've had the hype and then slowly when they mature i think they just get better but um yeah i mean he it was in the red over report that he left his house like the, the house he was um I think he was staying at at the at the Valdebebas, and then he he returned in May, but then he left again to share a home with his family. Yeah, so you never know. It seems they've they've kind of cited disciplinary issues um, in the article there, and um, that's just a massive umbrella. So it could mean anything. But being that age and and having that amount of money, it's you know it's not it's not far stretched to say that the disciplinary issue probably is the fact that he's probably been out and about in town a little bit or you know causing a bit of a scene. Yeah, yeah, it's probably it. I don't <laughs> I don't think they're going to mention that. Obviously, <laughs> I think it's just like it's uh, it's just there. You know, he, he it's it's happening. I'm pretty sure it is. I think he's just out there partying with his friends and stuff. <laughs> Raúl doesn't like it. Obviously, no, he I mean, will he, hate it. Yeah, he just looks like a like a, a disciplinarian <laughs> at a school. Like he doesn't like it. He's a principal of a pretty strict school. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, he's always been like that. Bro. That's just been his kind of technique for for his man management is strictness. I suppose they're yeah. young players with big egos, so it's it's a way of dealing with it, isn't it? Yeah, I don't think he's going to be doing that for the first team. <laughs> <laughs> no, yeah, he'd have to really shift his approach up. Uh, if he if he shouts at uh, I don't. I mean, we don't really have a big ego now in, in the locker room. If, oh, if Mbappe joins, he shouts at Mbappe. Mbappe oh, is crazy, making yeah. him leave. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, too right. Yeah. Anyway, I mean, I think, I think uh, Bravo needs to get his shit together. Basically, like he mm. he's playing for Castilla. He's he's on his uh, like they extended his loan until twenty twenty four. If he doesn't play that well this season. They just don't buy him, do they? That's, they don't buy him. They, he goes back to Leverkusen. Leverkusen might not even play him that much because of what they've seen at Castilla. Mm-hmm. If he can't do it at Castilla, why would he be able to do it at Germans, uh, Germany's top top division, you know? Yeah, too, right. Yeah, it's, just, it's a really important season for him. And he has a lot of time, a lot of time to change things. Yeah. He just needs yeah. to, yeah, just Raul needs to, you know, talk some sense into him, I guess. That's all, yeah. I guess, that's all he can do. It's up to Iker Bravo. Iker Bravo, I, talented player, but just the mentality needs to change. Man. I mm. like him as a player. That, like, Massively, yeah. Yeah. I mean, I'm going to stick with him as my dark horse even, but um, <laughs> it's a lot of work for me to do, a lot. 
Yeah, it's dark, dark horse. I mean, I would love that, but just, I don't know, man. <laughs> it's, it's, looking, it's not looking good. <laughs> wow. Well, hopefully, by the next pod, if, if the next pod's timed around the season opener, um, we should be able to see at least where he's at in terms of um, his physical kind of status. Um, if not, his status within the squad. Maybe he makes a squad. Maybe he doesn't. Maybe he plays and you can see how fit he is. Maybe he doesn't. Um, yeah, it should become a little bit clearer. Yeah, um, Castilla start their season this Sunday, their first game against uh, Melilla. I think that that's how you can say their name. Oh yeah. Um, it's at seven thirty UK time, eight thirty local time. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah, it's it's at home. Um, I think, I think from what we've seen, it's going to be a for the back. Um, Obviously, it's not going to be Mario De Luis starting goal. I think it's going to be Casineras. Uh, is that how you say this? Yeah. I'm not sure how you say some names. I'm so um, unprofessional with this. But, um, yeah, it's going to be a four at the back. And I think Mario Ankel will play. I think uh, Cesar Palacios is going to get some minutes. I think Nico Paz is going to get start, definitely start. Uh, Alvarez definitely going to be there as well. Gonzalo Garcia, who's been playing as a, a right winger in these friendlies, I think he's going to be a starter as well this season, which is really exciting because I like him a lot. Um, yeah. Yeah. By all accounts, it's a talented squad. Um, it's just impossible to predict what what's going to happen throughout the season. Yeah, it's just, it's going to be a tough season. It's going to be it, it, really good, really good teams in the in the in the group. Mm, definitely big clubs. Yeah, it's uh, Cordoba's Cordoba are back. Alcoyano. Um, who else is there? Leonardo Zapatero is a pretty good team. Malaga is there as well. This is always a surprise. Yeah, crazy, isn't it? Yeah, I think the la- last season it was Zapatero. This season it's Malaga. They both yes. are too big to be it's in this division, but they are. Yeah, massive. And yeah, unfortunately, find themselves down in the dumps. But um, yeah, yeah, it's a day out for Castilla, that's for sure. And um, hopefully, I. Obviously, I prefer Castilla to win the league, but if it's not Castilla, then I'd love Malaga to do well again and get back up there. Yeah, hopefully. I mean, if it's not Castilla, obviously. Um, do, do you have anything else to talk about? I think that might be that. I think it's a short, snappy one. Yeah, I mean, it's not been that bad. It's, it's yeah, like 37 uh, minutes is not that bad. Ah, longer than I thought, to be fair. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's nice. Yeah, I mean, it's going to be a good season. I, I hope... You are back for next uh, the next the, the yeah. next episode. Right, I'll watch the game and I'll try and um, I will try and uh, make the podcast as well. Yeah, I think Ruben's going to be back by next week as well. Oh, he was uh, on a break. Yeah, let's right. see if we can get uh, Chris back as well. And yeah, you know, okay. it's going to be a good season, man. Hopefully, right? Yeah, fun. no, I agree. And um, hopefully, you are all listening and watching along with us along the way. Yeah. Um, well, I mean. Until then, it was all, uh, it was great talking to you, Sam. As always, yeah, you did. Yeah, and uh, thanks for everyone who listened. And until next time, Ala Madrid. Ala Madrid. Sports Social Podcast Network. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry. Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire. Huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. 
That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.